Welcome to the Kaiser Times Podcast. My name is Derek Wiley, Associate Editor of the Kaiser Times. My guest today is Nikhil Namburi. Nikhil is a junior at Blanchett Catholic. When Nikhil was just four years old, he had emergency surgery due to a cyst on his brain. Despite that, Nikhil has excelled in school and recently scored perfectly on both the ACT and PSAT. Yeah, the first thing I wanted to talk to you about was uh, the test scores. So the PSAT and the ACT, you got perfect scores on those. Yeah. I know when I took those tests in high school, I was just, and probably most kids, I was just trying to do the best I could. I, hadn't, I wasn't thinking about perfect scores. Was that something that going into the test that was the goal, was that on your mind? Um, I think it was on my mind for sure because I had taken the SAT and gotten close, but it was never really the goal. The thought was just do as well as I can and just take the results and move on from there. And then when it happened, I was super excited about it. And uh, so, like, I wasn't going in expecting anything, but I definitely knew it was a possibility. So after you finished the test, were you like, oh, I I aced that. That was easy. Actually, uh, I had a pounding headache the entire day of the PSAT, so I did not think I did well at all on the PSAT. The ACT I felt pretty good about, but uh, for the PSAT, I just wanted to go home and take a nap. And then the SAT, you get uh, 1570 out of 1600 possible points. Um, What happened on that test? Uh, I took that the summer before my junior year. So uh, I think, you know, just I, I guess I learned more in those first two months of school but because uh, it did help me, and Blanchett does a good job with uh, the way that they structure their curriculum. So I think it just happened to be opportune the way that I structured it, worked really well with uh, when I took my standardized tests. In 1570, how many missed uh, questions is that? Uh, I think that's four missed questions. I could double check. It's any, I think it's three or four. And were those all were were those all in the uh, language arts part or? Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah, I got a perfect in the math, and then I missed three or four in the reading section, I believe. You mentioned uh, having a a massive headache um, when you took the PSAT, and and that results from uh, brain surgery. You had to remove a cyst when you were four years old. What's it, um, I guess, been like living with that, and has it gotten easier as you've gotten older? I don't know if school was a lot harder when you were younger, and now you've kind of been able to dealt with it, and how has that worked? So um, they, they're still, they drained a little bit of the cyst, and it's still the same size that it was about three or four years ago, and because of that, the symptoms are still there, and I get headaches pretty often. Like recently, it's been especially bad. But uh, just kind of depends on, like, the symptoms kind of depend on my sleep schedule, the way I eat. I have to be very careful with my diet, um, my level of activity. Uh, yeah, just overall health really uh, makes a huge, just the way that I uh, maintain my lifestyle makes a huge impact on the symptoms that I have. Yeah, what kind of diet do you have to, to adhere to? Uh, just being careful that I'm not putting too many bad stuff in my body, just uh, keeping away from sugars uh, excessively and fast food and stuff like that. It's just more of like knowing my limits and maintaining a healthy lifestyle for uh, both short-term and long-term benefits. 
stuff we should all be doing anyways. It's probably good for you in the long run. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. And then you also, you play basketball and golf. Um, have headaches kind of hindered that at all? I mean, it doesn't, I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess sometimes it impacts the way I, or it definitely happens during those activities, but I just kind of learned to play through it and I really don't have any other option. So I just do that. And then, yeah, and test taking in school, was that always easy for you or? I don't know if easy is the right word, but I think the way I think is different from most people. So I have more of an analytical mind, so tests are definitely easier for me. But, uh, yeah, I think I still still work uh, decently hard, and it's not just that certain things come easy to me and I don't put in any effort, but I think uh, I've always been good at test-taking in school. Do you think you just enjoy school more maybe than a lot of kids, and that allows you to, to work harder at it? Uh, I wouldn't say I enjoy school, uh, like the academic side of it. I I love the social side of it and everything like that, but, um, I don't exactly wake up every morning super excited to get to school first thing. It's just like, uh, just like most other people, it's, it has its good stuff. It has its bad stuff. And I'm blessed to go to Blanchett because I especially like it here and, um, so I guess that makes things a lot easier, too. And you were at Sunrise before Blanchett. How have your uh, schools helped? Because um, I guess it's a unique case with a student who deals with headaches and, and, and that kind of stuff. So how have the schools Sunrise and both Sunrise and, and Blanchett helped out with that? Yeah. Uh, so uh, Sunshine, uh, what they did was they were very careful about making sure that I wasn't pushing myself too hard. They were willing to work with me. They were flexible, especially since it was very soon after my surgery. Uh, My entire time there, they were really nice about taking care of me like basically I was their own son. And uh, when I made the uh, transition to Blanchett from Sunshine, I think... Blanchett kind of just picked that up because it's such a small school it is like a family atmosphere both of them and they've been flexible and they understand where I have my limitations and they're willing to work with them and Sunshine is that just an elementary school and then Blanchett's middle and and high school that's what I thought and I mean was were you always pretty good at school I mean from the beginning and I don't know if the headaches did they hinder you more when you were younger or has it always been kind of a I think uh well I didn't really like start well, my surgery was in between preschool and kindergarten, so right, so that was right before I started going to school. But uh, uh, I don't think it hindered my learning abilities particularly, but it definitely makes it harder to work hard because, um, like, dealing with the symptoms, like, they just get, they compound the more and more I work. So I have to understand that there's a certain limit I have to set for myself and I can't work beyond that, or else it's just going to end up hurting me more than it helps me. Have doctors like the been? I mean, do you go to a routine checkup stuff and still? I mean, have they been surprised by the success you've had in school, or is it was it meant? I mean, does the cyst kind of impact you in that way at all, anyway, or is it more just kind of dealing with the pain? Uh, yeah, I think most people with uh, the condition I have have tend to have learning disabilities, especially. Uh, the size of my cyst, it was a 
pretty large cyst about the size of a baseball, I think. But um, yeah, I think a large majority of people have learning disabilities in some way. And it was, it comes as as a surprise to the doctors that that didn't happen initially because they definitely thought at, at the very least at the beginning that I would deal with uh, learning disabilities. And you have an older brother, Anish, who's a senior here. How's he helped? Uh, Anish is my best friend in the entire world. He literally wakes me up every single morning. He makes me breakfast because I'm not a morning person at all. <laughs> He's uh, great about getting me getting me on time to school and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, think uh he's been a role model for me everything that he does I do and uh basically I just follow in his footsteps and I think a lot of his success and his ability to uh he's he's always been a very hardworking individual and seeing that it was easier for me it became easier for me to understand what it what it takes to be successful because he's done a great job of it and yeah, just looking at some of the other things you're involved with here at Blanchette, um, is it DECA yeah. and the Science Olympiad? Um, tell me about what you've done with those. Uh, for DECA, I started in my freshman year, and I qualified for uh, the International Conference in Nashville, and I got sixth place at internationals. Uh, sophomore year, I started serving as a chapter officer, uh, and then uh, I also made it to uh, internationals that year that was in Anaheim and then this year I started serving as a chapter vice president with Anish serving as a chapter president and I ran for state office and I was elected to be uh, Oregon DECA state president and I also qualified for the international conference this year in Atlanta and I think DECA's done a great job in preparing me for uh, just business environments like professional environments in general it's really extends to even if you're not planning to pursue business it's a great place to kind of hone those skills um science olympiad i think that one is uh something that anish kind of picked up and kind of brought me along with him and he's extremely good at it even though he doesn't want to study science and i'm the one who wants to Mm -hmm. study uh, computer science I think it was interesting uh, that he was the one that kind of brought me into that. A lot of what we do with that is building events like construction, so it's not really knowledge-based stuff. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, I really enjoy that. Mr. Schultz has been super helpful in for both me and Anish in uh, helping us to succeed at the state competition. And, yeah, especially Anish has had a lot of success in that. But... I enjoy it quite a bit. And there's the uh, Students for Change Club. You started here in 2016. What is that, and why did you decide to start it? Um, Actually, the idea came from a fellow student named Ryan Stebner. His idea was for students to be more involved in community service. And he brought my brother and I along. He asked us to help him out because he knew that if we worked together as a team that we'd be able to make something happen. And so he had uh, Anish and I be co-presidents of the club, and it just kind of took off from there. We started organizing uh, events together, and we started conducting uh, those events. We uh, 
were doing fundraising and stuff like that, and it generated a lot of interest. And a lot of it, the credit goes to the students for just picking up and running, running, picking it up and running with it. What is the uh, club's mission, and what are some of the things that it's done so far? So, uh, well, our mi- our mission statement is to pro- promote positive change in the community. So we re- wanted to make it really broad, so that it was something that didn't have any limitations because the entire point was for students to develop a sort of passion for community service in their own little way. So some of the stuff we've done is we've done sack lunch drives. We've donated hundreds of sack lunches to the homeless. Uh, we were, uh, we worked with the, uh, 1000 souls organization and we got, uh, Blanchett started on the very first shoe battle here. And that was super successful. And, uh, was carried on into a second year and the school did a great job with it this year as well. Um, and we've done uh, fundraising through concessions at Blanchett. We go around to communities in the fall and rake up leaves for, uh, certain neighborhoods and there's a lot of other stuff. We've gone to Marion Polk food share just off the top. That's what I can think of, but a lot of good stuff like that. How many students are involved in that club? Uh, it it kind of fluctuates, usually depending on sports seasons and stuff like that. But we've, at this point, we've probably had 40 or 50 who have gone in and out of the club, including people who have graduated. Yeah. Just through the past couple of years. Yeah. And you just meet like uh, once a week after school type thing? or? Uh, usually we do most of our stuff through text messages and group chats. So because it's hard to get people in meetings. We try and get meetings every month or so during lunch, but we found that it's easier just to communicate individually. And usually because the interest is like, because the kids here at Blanchett are so interested in community service, it's easier to get them to uh, do stuff because you just shoot them a text. And if they're interested, they'll just let you know that they'll be there. And then, yeah, just looking at college. Um, what are, I mean, I know you still have a little bit of time, but it'll be here soon. So uh, what, what are your goals and kind of plans for that part of your life? So, um, I like to be open-minded. That's the one thing that I've always prided myself on is I never close myself off to opportunities. So um, I would like to study computer science in college just because I like the direction that the industry is going and I can see myself enjoying it. But I'd definitely be willing to move into different sort of fields um, based on what interests me, especially in college, because that's a great place to learn what I really like. So it's pretty much wide open right now. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I'd like to keep my options open as much as possible. And that is it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Kaiser Times podcast on iTunes or listen on SoundCloud. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to the Kaiser Times for only $25 a year in your mailbox every Friday.
And that is it for this episode. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to the Kaiser Times podcast on iTunes. Listen on SoundCloud. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to the newspaper for just $25 a year in your mailbox every Friday.